What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sit Down with Sit Podcast. This is episode number six, season two. Our guest today, born and raised in North County, San Diego, is an elite NASN master trainer and professional natural bodybuilder. She's also a certified group exercise instructor by the Aerobics and Fitness Association of America, as well as being certified in aqua, cycle, yoga, and Zumba. She just received the title of fitness nutritionist specialist and senior fitness specialist as well. Without further ado, it's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Megan johnson McKello. Hi, Megan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for taking the time to be our guest today. Um, so, Dr. Megan, before we kind of get into the podcast, would you mind telling our audience a little bit about your about yourself, your background, etc.? Sure. So I own a fitness studio in Oceanside, which is part of San Diego. I've had it here for 10 years and it's called Everybody's Fit. And I offer small group classes, one-on-one, one-on-one training. Uh, My niche is kind of uh, the senior population. I also work with people in recovery and just general weight loss and fitness goals. I... uh, played basketball in college. So I've always been into athletics. And after that, I got my master's in physical education and health science. And then now I got my doctorate in health and human performance. I myself am a professional natural bodybuilder and fitness model. And I also do writing and I have uh, six books on Amazon now that I've written. So My niche is kind of helping persons become the best versions of themselves, and I have a specific special place in my heart for the uh, addiction recovery population. That's that's good to know, Dr. Megan. Uh, So so what got you into personal training and, and the sport of bodybuilding? Well, as I said, I always had played basketball growing up, and I played in college, And after college, when I got my master's, I got my teaching credential at the same time. So the original path I wanted to go down was being a high school PE teacher and basketball coach. And my dad was a basketball coach, and he's the winningest basketball coach in California high school history for boys. So what happened at the time is that I kept getting coaching jobs, and I was only like 20, so I didn't look much older than the students, but I would get a long-term substitute teaching positions for PE. And basically someone would go on maternity leave or something like that. And so I was trying to get through basketball, I was trying to get my way into a teaching position. However, physical education is an extracurricular that was being cut in the budget. And then after getting the health credential, health no longer exists and isn't part of the curriculum. So getting a job was like few and far in between. When I did, I was low man on the totem pole. I was first to go. So it just wasn't, it wasn't going where I wanted it to, to go. And it just felt like I didn't, I felt like a little disheartening because that's what I wanted to do and gone to school for. But then personal training came along and that was another form of coaching that I could do. But now it's just coaching um, people through fitness and, and movement instead of necessarily sports and activities. That's great. So, so let me ask you now, what aspects of nutrition do you feel are most important to you uh, when, you cons- when you have consultation with new clients? For nutrition? Yes. So as a natural bodybuilder myself, it's all about clean eating. And a lot of the 
what that consists of are macronutrients. So your proteins, your carbs, and your fats, and how your body responds to, you know, the caloric deficit if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to gain muscle. And in different proportions, you are able to meet your specific goals. So for me, I've always focused more on the macronutrient component versus mm -hmm. calorie intake, because if you're only focusing on calories, yes, it can help you eat less, but at the same time, an apple and a small bag of snack chips have the same amount of calories. Right. So if we're not talking about what they're composed of and what they're nutritionally doing for your body. And so for our metabolism, we want to actually focus more on macronutrients in my belief. Uh, so Dr. Megan, I know uh, this is a lot of terminology that's been used recently, macro, micro. Uh, would you mind telling our audience a little bit of like what's, what is macro, what is micro in terms of nutrition so they understand, uh, you know, in an easy manner? Okay, so macronutrients are the proteins, the carbohydrates, and the fats. Got it. Then we have all the different different components of, you know, vitamins and minerals that come from that, and what you know what food is composed of, um, you know, in terms of the breakdown in how much calcium it might have or how mm -hmm. much fiber it might have, something of that nature. So when you're focusing on macronutrients, you want to focus on lean meats, mm -hmm. green vegetables, and then fibrous complex carbs, which take longer to break down in your body and have more fiber, mm -hmm. that other nutrient, and that helps with digestion. And so again, if I were to have a bag of chips versus a sweet potato, you can see that the calories could mimic each other. But mm -hmm. what they're doing nutritionally and beneficial for your fitness and health goals are very different. Okay, got it. And then I know you mentioned in your info as well, you know, the the kind of people you actually are more, most interested in working. Can you elaborate a little bit more about on your niche, you know, the kind of people you work with and um, the kind of people you're looking to take on as new clients as well? Absolutely. So I believe in lifestyle change. So it's been tough for me as a bodybuilder. So I don't really train other bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. I'm more of um, the fitness on the medical side of it. So I might okay. help more people who maybe are seniors, right? Who might have limitations or, you know, um, aches and pains. And I love to modify and accommodate and show others that they're capable of more than they think they are. Mm -hmm. And then I always help with general weight loss. Um, that's something that men, much of our society is trying to, to fix about their health, but I'm not doing it in a way where it's going to happen in 21 days or 30 days. It's a program. It's a comprehensive program that you follow and you visit me just like you're going to the doctor a couple times a week. Mm -hmm. And then it's mm -hmm. a journey together. So I don't really have like this boot camp or CrossFit style. It's more of overtime and making that commitment. So um, it's not so much the the fads or the trends. It's the overall change and adding me as, you know, just a weekly part of your regimen and schedule. So do you just handle the nutrition side or do you also include the weight training and the nutrition side as well to work with clients? 
oh, well, it's primarily the strength training portion. Okay. Nutrition is something that I do add on. I do have a couple, I am a fitness nutrition specialist. I do mm -hmm. have a couple books on Amazon with over a hundred recipes in them, but food is like a drug and food is the hardest part for people. So whenever I'm introduced to a client, I always say, use me as your greatest resource. Yes, I'm here to help you with the exercise and fitness and movement component, but I also do want to be there for nutrition. And oftentimes mm -hmm. people are more hesitant and more resistant to take that advice from me than they are just the exercise piece. So sometimes it takes like, if you really want to accelerate your results, or if you really want to see the changes, then you do have to incorporate clean eating and a healthy diet. That's true. Um, so Dr. Megan, I know you also mentioned uh, that you uh, are the author of six books, which are also available on Amazon. What got you interested in writing a book? Like why, why you wanted to write the book? And um, could you tell us a little bit more about those books and, and how has been the feedback so far from the readers? Sure. So the first books that I wrote, they're actually behind me, are a series of four books that center around uh, addiction. So I've mm -hmm. done all my research on the influence of exercise on addiction habits. And so that stems from the relationship with my mother, who I lost to alcoholism. And so now I am a drug and alcohol fitness recovery specialist. So I believe that exercise is um, like medicine and healing. Mm -hmm. And so those series of books are about the first is biceps and butterflies. It's the relationship with my mother. The second mm -hmm. is an addict's flight. It's an interview with 10 different types of addicts. The third is a, about a food addiction. And the fourth is a poetry book. So they all have the butterfly theme because I believe that my mother's spirit is a butterfly and I have butterflies all over me. So she's always surrounding me. And I really believe that you can transform and change into something beautiful when um, you apply, you know, your, your, you play to your strengths in life. And that's what I like to teach people. So that's where those four books came from. From mm -hmm. that, I was given the opportunity to uh, be hired to write two books about metabolism, mm -hmm. which have um, over 100 recipes in both of them. So one has more um, for meat, people who eat meat, and one has more for the vegetarian vegan side. Mm -hmm. And then now, um, currently, my research study is being published in an academic textbook. So that will be coming out. And then I've also got a children's book coming out about a pug because I love pugs. Mm -hmm. And it's about a pug becoming a bodybuilder. So it's actually the story of me becoming a bodybuilder, but it's a pug who's doing it. And the coach is a butterfly. That's funny. So are you still actively pursuing the sport of bodybuilding or is that something that's a thing of the past? I absolutely am. I just uh, had a show in November and that went really well. And then I do plan to compete um, internationally in May. Mm -hmm. So I'm preparing for that. And um, then I'll have a couple shows after that this year. So I usually do somewhere between three and five shows a year, which is a lot. It, it kind of always starts out with um, the conversation with my husband, like, okay, well, I'm going to do these three, this one, this one, that one. And that's it. I'm just going to stick to those. And then it becomes like, well, then there's this one. And then I can usually convince them to do a couple more. I just really enjoy it. I, I love all of it. And um it's part of my actual lifestyle. So it isn't this 
huge sacrifice where like for six months out of my life, like I can't eat anything or talk to anyone. Um, it's just part of who I am. And I incorporate it into my work and life regimen, just like anything else. So what's your goal when it comes to the sport of national bodybuilding? Do you have a certain goal that this is it? This is when I will step off the stage or uh, All right. is it so like you're, you're changing talking, every year? You're talking to someone with an addictive personality. So I am all or nothing, right? So if I'm competing, I'm competing to win. When I do decide to stop, it will be a hard stop because I'm all or nothing. It'll be like, okay, this is my last show mm -hmm. done. I guess you could call it retiring. And I'm not sure when that will be. Um, I'm 36. I thought about going till I'm 40. I'm not sure. But the way that I am, there has to be something after that to take its place. And so when I find what that is, that can help make me a make a better determination of when, because um, I don't want to do it forever. I know there are people who do like the master's divisions and you know, they can be like 60 year old. Oh, I, I don't want to do that. Eventually, I would like to eat cake and enjoy it. Um, but for now, I'm in it 100. So we'll just keep riding it because it's taken me all over the world. And I've had a great time and a lot of great experiences. So um, I don't want to stop yet. That's I, I love that uh, approach of yours, you know, and I, I can I can see that you're going to go probably beyond 40 as well. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so let me ask you now, I'm going to talk from the clientele point of view, what motivates you to do what you do? You know, why you want to help these people? Like, like, what's your purpose, you know? Well, changing people's lives is a very empowering position to be in. It's really, I mean, every day for some people, I'm the purpose that they get out of bed, right? They have their morning workout with me and I believe that exercise has had such a positive impact on my life, on the quality of my life, and I want to share that with others. And I do feel that when you have a positive, healthy outlet, it really helps with your mental health as well. So although I'm changing lives physically, I know that I am mentally too, just with you know, your personal self-esteem, your body image, all of that. So as I said before, it's not like I'm, I'm working with people for you know two or three times and that's it no i want a journey together i want the lifestyle together and that's what motivates me what motivates me personally and that going back to the last question for my own physical fitness goals it is the bodybuilding right it's it's having something to prepare for because let's face it i mean i exercise all day every day at some point it's kind of like monotonous right. and i could just go through the motions so bodybuilding like i say gives me something to attain and work for just like my clients have otherwise it, it really does you that's how people fall on and off the 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 roller coaster of exercising is because they lose motivation so i do think you have to have your why Mm -hmm. And sometimes for some people, it's the scares straight tactic that the doctor has told them you have high blush, high blood pressure, you need to do something about it. You know, that's their motivation for others. It's, I want to be a grandma who can carry my grandchild and get up and down the stairs. Or for some people, it's like, I can't even get up off the ground right now. So everyone has their why, and it kind of transcends into other reasons as well. And once you start feeling the benefits of exercise, then you yourself become empowered and want to continue that really good feeling. That's right. Now, uh, I want to, do you also offer virtual training or is it just one-to-one -one coaching? And like, because the reason I'm asking is if someone watching this from other part of the world, 
wants to consult with you, you know, do you offer one-on-one -on -one sessions as well, uh, virtually as well? Yes, absolutely. No matter the distance, I've got you. So I'm in California. I've got clients in Kuwait. I've got clients in um, New York, Tennessee. So that's kind of something that came amidst COVID, mm -hmm. um, just learning the whole virtual experience. So now I do offer one-on-one, -on -one, just like how you and I are here talking right now. I have right. that. Or I do offer um, the group classes and people actually video into them. So although I have people behind me in the room, you can actually be right there with us. And what's neat about that is that you still get the group experience because you have all the people on the screen and you can kind of hear the people in the background. So if you're someone who still wants to have the human connection and feel the group environment, I do think the video sessions provide for that. So yes, and in any platform I can help you via live video, or I also have programs where I've already like created little snippets of myself. Mm -hmm. And so I send you like a plan to follow. And for some people, they're motivated enough to do that and follow the plan. For others, they need like, I have an appointment and a time with Megan to meet. So, um, you know, no matter the time, distance, whatever it is, I can help you in whatever capacity that you want to do so. So how can these people reach out to you? Is it through your website, through Instagram? Tell us more about that. What's the, what's the best Either way for or, them to So my, my website is everybodysfitoceanside.com. My email is everybodysfit at gmail.com. You can also go through my Instagram, which is Dr. Underscore Megan, everybody's fit. So the everybody's is E-V-E-R-Y-B-O-D-Y-S. FITs because I believe that every body, every body type can be fit. So um, any of those, and maybe you'll be able to share those as well. Yes, uh, we will. We will put all this uh, this information in the description of this video so people can reach out to you. Yeah, you and know. you can even call or text whatever you feel more most comfortable doing. Um, you can reach out in whatever form, and I'll be able to get back to you. So a couple of other things I want to I want to ask you, Dr. Megan, is number one is BMI. You know, uh, if you don't mind telling our people, you know, what is BMI and why is it used to measure obesity and overweight? So BMI stands for body mass index. And to break it down in terms that everyone can kind of understand, it's what a doctor might tell you you should weigh for your height mm -hmm. and your age and your gender. A lot of times it can be discretionary because mm -hmm. someone like me who's um, a five, six, and I kind of have a petite build. If I were to be next to someone who's five, six and say built differently like me, like maybe uh, a Samoan person who has bigger bone structure, right? We're lumped in the same category together. So in my opinion, that's an unfair comparison. And so we can't hold that person to the same standards as me or me to the same standards as her. But in the medical field, sometimes um, those standards can be used um, for different purposes to put you in um, some sort of category that uh, either can be referred out to something because you meet certain qualifications, like sometimes um, weight loss surgery, right? To meet the qualification, you have, a, have to have a certain BMI. Some, mm -hmm. insurance, some insurances only take you according to your certain BMI. Mm -hmm. So the American Medical Association uses it uh, for different purposes. 
but um, in our everyday lives, you want to know that you're in the healthy range um, because if your BMI is too low, um, you might have um, issues, women might have issues like not getting their menstrual cycle anymore, mm -hmm. um, issues with blood circulation, things like that. If you're overweight and um, you are at risk for high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, high triglycerides, all of those. So it's another um, form of information to keep you aware of uh, your health internally so that you're being proactive. Okay, that's great. Now, I want to, uh, you know, talking about obesity, you know, United States has one of the highest percentage, over 36%. Why do you think is that? Is that, do you think the mindset? Is that the kind of food? Like being in this industry, doing this for so long, you know, based on your experience, what do you think it is and how can people fix that? It has a lot to do with the food and mm -hmm. then the lifestyle. So the best example I can give is that when I went to Italy for a bodybuilding competition afterwards, I was like, Oh my God, I want to have spaghetti and meatballs and eat my heart out. Right. Well, when it came to the table, it was like, I mean, it was like an appetizer. It was like, what is this where I'm thinking in America, we've got a big old plate in front of us and then we're going to go for seconds, right. but it wasn't like that there. It was just like a small side dish. And so we have portion distortion here. And then we have our fast food industry of just highly processed foods because our lifestyle is very confined to whether it be a nine to five work structure or just working more than eight hours, more than 40 hours a week. And so we put ourselves in restriction to, you know, eat on the go to try to do something quickly, especially if you have a family and transportation issues. And now we've got this whole other uh, aspect to think of with like Uber and DoorDash and things now just being brought right to you. And that came from COVID as well. So our lifestyle of fast and convenient and having everything just literally at our fingertips and being able to punch something in instead of you know, going, uh, and we don't walk places like other mm -hmm. countries do either. Everything is in a car. Um, you know, and even now it's like, okay, if you do take a bike, most people are using electric bikes. So yeah. we really aren't, we aren't moving. And so we aren't, we aren't balancing out our calorie intake and our calorie output whatsoever, like other countries do just in their day to day, even without exercise. So. Yeah. Um, I know we're on a time crunch, a uh, couple of other things before we wrap this up. Why should one work with you? what separates Dr. Megan from the rest of the, say, personal trainers, the fitness nutritionists, coaches, et cetera? Well, one of the things locally that se separates me apart from other trainers is that I do have my own facility. So it's just me here. So it's just me and whoever is in the room with me. And so that gives a really personal vibe and touch to it. I also take interest in, in your lifestyle and in what you have going on, not just in this room, but I wanna know about you as a person and your life because all of those outside factors play into what you bring into my studio. And so we build a develop and develop a relationship, um, a rapport about how exercise is influencing your life in other ways than physically. And also just my knowledge and experience 
I practice what I preach, right? I'm, I'm a walking example of what I do. And then I have the knowledge and, and the education to back it all as well. So I'm not just someone who has an online certification. I've mm -hmm. earned it, I've lived it. And now I can pass on all that I know to others and share the gift of health. Love that answer. Um, if any message you would like to give to our audience watching this podcast, uh, you know, please take it away from here. Sure. So as I said before, I believe that exercise is medicine and it changes your life physically and mentally that when you like what you see in the mirror, life really does hit differently when you love yourself and appreciate who you are and that Every day we're given the opportunity to become and act and be the best versions of ourselves. And that we, when we live life on purpose, it really has a quality that makes it worth getting out of bed every day for. That's amazing. Uh, Dr. Megan, thank you very much. You know, I know we are on a time crunch. I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be our guest. And, uh, you know, we want to wish you all the very best in your future bodybuilding shows, fitness, nutritionist journey. And, uh, you know, uh, once again, we are really grateful to have you as our guest. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.